This hour brought to you by GCNLife.com. Live younger, look younger, feel younger at GCNLife.com. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to hour number two of the broadcast. We've been looking forward to this for several weeks. Joining us tonight is Cheryl Atkinson. She's host of Sinclair TV's Sunday morning show, Full Measure. You probably remember she was with us, I think, two or three years back to talk about her book, Stonewalled. Her new book is titled The Smear, How Shady Political Operatives and Fake News Control What You See, What You Think, and How You Vote. You may also remember her from her years at CBS News as an investigative reporter. Cheryl Atkinson, welcome back to Jim Paris Live. Hey, Jim. How are you? I'm good. Happy birthday to you. Oh, well, thank you. What one? My birthday was yesterday, and um, I don't know where it's published on the internet, but a lot of people... Yeah, it's it's on your it's on your Wikipedia page. That happens to all of us uh, authors and all that. You can't believe you can't believe all that. They have my wrong birthplace, my wrong birth city, and every time I tried to correct it, they would switch it back again for some. Yeah, who knows who's controlling all that? But uh, my birthday was this week, also. So many people with birthdays this week. uh, Good friends of mine. It's sort of like a power week. Everybody that last week of January, all of us power people. <laughs> I'm not one of those uh, those people that uh, read the horoscopes and all that, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. There's something about the January birthdays. A lot of a lot of great people with January birthdays, and I'll put myself in that as well. Well, a lot <laughs> to get it. into tonight. Your, your lawsuit against the government, which I want to talk about. Your book, I want to talk about. But I also want to ask you, as a staunch conservative, as somebody who is is really in the know, um, I I have just been completely devastated over the last couple of days with this Trump. Deal, especially when you look at the numbers and see that we sent ten billion to Mexico and Central America, which is double what Trump was asking for the wall. And then you see the gloating of Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. This is certainly not uh, sort of the the idea that they're 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 thanking Trump for doing the responsible thing, reopening the government, and now there's going to be a good faith negotiation. We don't even have a date yet for the State of the Union, which appears to still be uh, getting uh, held hot hostage because of uh, the disagreements. Uh, what do you what do you think about all this? Well, first let me say, if you're referring to me, I don't know if you met yourself, I'm not a staunch conservative or in the know about some of that stuff. I'm very mixed and I don't okay. know my politics. I'm very much mixed on a lot of different issues and I try to see both sides fairly. But I do criticize the media coverage of Trump a lot because I think it's inexcusably horrible in many instances. And that will get me pegged as a conservative because, oh, you're, you know, looks like you're defending Trump when in fact I'm criticizing 
media ethics and media mistakes. But my view of that was, I don't really know what's going on on the inside, but when you're the president and you're Republican, you know you're not going to have the Democrats on your side on a lot of stuff, but you've got to have your own party. And as you know, there's a lot of people, even I think, who work in the Trump administration currently, and a lot of Republicans who are not really on his side. And when you start to realize you're trying to hold out for something, but you're the only one, you can't do it by yourself, it started to look to me like, you know, he couldn't keep up that fight. Yeah, exactly. I, I think you I think you hit the nail on the head there that a lot of the Republicans are not really for the border security. How do you think the media narrative, you know, I, I worked in real estate for years. I went to law school, didn't finish. But, uh, you know, my understanding of how this works is you have the president and the legislature, and they either come to an agreement or they don't come to an agreement. How is it that it's Trump's shutdown because he didn't agree to this it's like how could it be one side's fault and that is the narrative on every major media channel that trump shut down the government because he didn't agree to the deal it wasn't that they all shut it down because they couldn't come to an agreement it was trump well remember and and i agree with you although trump is sometimes his own worst enemy on some of these things remember what sticks out in my mind is him sitting there and saying i'll take the credit for the shutdown that's right. fine and once he said that, I think it made it easier for them to do something they were going to do anyway, blame it on him. And, um, you know, it's just, it just, maybe there's a larger purpose or strategy, but it just looks like he didn't have the support among those he would have needed to go along. And then when you look at media coverage, which is really where I feel more of my expertise is, you've got to know that if he had held out, all the coverage was going to be negative. If he didn't hold out or gave in, all the coverage is going to be negative. There's not going to be a day that we see where anything happens where a, a majority of the media is going to say, well done, good job, he won. I kind of tweeted jokingly the other day, someone said this was his worst day ever, something had happened. And I said, pretty much every day, if you listen to the media since summer of 2015, has been Trump's worst day ever. And how yeah. many of those do you really have? And I'm not as familiar with, you know, inside the beltway and all that, but I thought it was fascinating being a financial guy. Even before the first paycheck was missed, there were people coming on CNN like that had to sell their cars that were at food banks. It was like grapes of wrath, like there was going to be a, a tent city <laughs> set up with soup kitchens. And, and, and it, it was, it, it, I just couldn't believe it. I was thinking to myself, the first paycheck hasn't even been missed. And then, of course, now we're at the second paycheck being missed it was the time when Trump reopened the government. But there's talk of like people being homeless, surgeries postponed. I mean, all of this. And I, I can't even. I'm thinking to myself, oh my goodness. I mean, government workers have, who have these lifelong jobs that in many cases are getting paid double their private uh, sector counterpart, and and one paycheck missed, and like they're selling cars, they're at pawn shops, they're homeless, they're on the streets. What in the world is going on? I said to my husband, you know, I do feel for some people. I've, I have lived from paycheck to paycheck in the past, but even when I was a, you know, poor, starving, recent graduate out of college, for a week or two, my family would have fed me. My friends would have helped me out and give me a crust of bread before I had to really stand on the bloodline. <laughs> but right. anyway, I, I write of this in the smear. So what you're describing is part of an industry or phenomenon that I wrote about that I tried to dig into, which is, there are so many organized efforts to manipulate our opinion on news and social media everywhere you look through 
training programs that have fanned pundits out with press releases and talking points and people identified to file lawsuits and to be used as examples to be presented in news stories, strategies, all kinds of things. It's a multi-billion-dollar industry, and they figured out how to play the news like a fiddle. They know how to get coverage where, you know, even if you can argue that Fox News and MSNBC have different takes on a lot of stories, but they're both covering the same three or four stories every day when there are thousands of stories going on in the news. So how is that narrative being dictated whereby everybody's on on point, everybody's on topic, and they're talking about the same thing, they're talking about Donald Trump to the exclusion of everything else in the world. That's a manipulated environment. It's not an accident. Yeah, that is interesting because, like CNN, for example, is almost all Trump 24 hours. It used to be they would have weather, there was a sports guy, they would have international news. There were other things in the world besides Trump, and now there isn't. It's just Trump (laughs) 24 hours. I worked at CNN from 90 to 93, and actually a guy that I hired working with me now was a producer and executive back then at CNN, and we marvel all the time about the differences. I mean, it was just literally just the facts. I think we had one opinion show back then. It was Crossfire, but all the other news shows, and there was a celebrity show and maybe a talk show, but they were non-political in nature. We didn't dare. It just never crossed my mind. No one had to tell us not to give opinions. We just didn't give our political opinions. We took pride in the fact that we tried to remain very neutral. You are neutral and and a good reporter. You don't know what side they're on. They're giving you information and that's the way it should be. We'll take a break. When we come back, more with our special guest Cheryl Atkinson and her new book, The Smear. We'll be back. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. How healthy are your arteries? Deteriorating circulation has a number of early warning signs. High cholesterol, high blood pressure, Fingers and or toes often go cold. Arms and or legs often go to sleep. Sharp diagonal crease in the earlobe. Short walks cause cramping or pains in legs. Memory is not as good as it used to be. Ankles swell late in the day. Chest pain after physical exercise or emotional stress. If you experience even one of these symptoms, your circulatory system is crying out for attention. Extendivite is a natural solution to help improve your overall health. Extendivite is not your average heart tonic. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 
or visit heartdrop.com or find us on Amazon. Extend your life with Extend You may need this herbal tea for relief right away, so write this down, drmillersclinic.com. If you take meds, then suffer stomach distress, constipation, indigestion, acid reflux, and bloating, and nothing else helps, get Dr. Miller's Holy Tea or Super Holy Tea, a cleansing, detoxifying herbal tea, now available at great rates direct from Dr. Miller's office. Call or click 888-660-7039 or drmillersclinic.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-959-5759. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-959-5759. That's 1-800-959-5759. 1-800-959-5759. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists, get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. are listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. Cheryl Atkinson is here. And Cheryl, I have never told this story before on the radio and never written about it out of fear, actually. But I'm going to mention it tonight because you're here and you could probably identify with this. I am going to write about it in my next book because enough years have gone by. But um, it was about 17, 18 years ago, my accountant embezzled $2 million from me, my own brother. Uh, that part of it, people know. I've shared that. This part of it, they don't know. Um, after I went bankrupt, um, part of that money that was stolen was payroll taxes that my brother, my accountant, stole. And as a result of that, the IRS wanted me, this bankrupt guy, <laughs> to have to pay back money that he had stolen. And um, when I had to sue the IRS, and I didn't have the money for a lawyer, but I went to law school long enough that I know how to do all this. So I represented myself in federal court for almost three years in the process of suing the IRS. And I, you know, I was a naive person. I thought like the government was just like this good thing honest people they used every manner of 
um, you know, obfuscation. They wouldn't let me interview witnesses. They used every maneuver. I mean, all kinds of things that people would just not believe. And I ultimately, the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court, which denied my case. And I lost everywhere along the way. Never were allowed to interview any of the witnesses or anything. And every single judge, it was like they would hear me. I would file all these motions. And it was like I was I lost before I even got into court. And the case is a published case, um, me suing the, the government. And um, people are still fascinated by all that I did and how they stonewalled me not to, to steal your, your last book's title every step of the way. And I know you're in a lawsuit. I was reading a little bit about that today. Is, is any of that uh, familiar to you? Very familiar. I mean, you, you sort of start out thinking as a citizen that once they have evidence, in my case, they know they actually had a lawsuit. Uh, investigation inside the FBI about the alleged intrusion of my computers, which CBS had announced, and we found forensics proving it's a government in nature. It's very clear through fingerprints. So you'd think the government's position at this point would be, gee, we need to find out what bad actors working for the government did it. And instead, kind of just lollypalooze it around. They never told me they even had an investigation themselves. I had to find that out through a long-standing separate lawsuit, um, and now I'm suing them because they won't prosecute or investigate themselves, and yes, we've been obstructed every step of the way. We haven't gotten the first piece of paper uh, from Discovery, so they're just standing in the way instead of saying, gee, we're sorry, what can we do to hold those people accountable? And I love when the government asserts like these sovereign rights, like yeah. they cannot be sued like anyone else like because we are the government we are exempt from being accountable like anybody else would be it's just infuriating and i think back to myself you know i think back to the you know the founding fathers like real would they really have have been for this a government that was beyond being questioned and that's what we seem to have today yeah you know um i i understand in some respect i read the law as to why the government has all kinds of immunity from lawsuits. And some of it makes sense in terms of we'd all want to sue the government for all the stupid things they do, but we can't really have our government brought to court for every claim. That, that's all they would be doing is fighting lawsuits. So there's some rationale and reason behind it. But we're arguing it certainly doesn't apply uh, to protect government officials in cases where they conduct improper and or illegal invasions of citizens. But certainly we don't think the courts ever meant to say there's no recourse for the people who are injured or harmed by these improper actions by the government. And you found that law enforcement itself, it, it was it your feeling that they sort of protected themselves? Like, for example, the, the attorney general's not going to investigate his own office and you're not going to get the FBI investigating itself. Is that the bottom line? Of course. And, you know, I have help. I've had help all along the way from federal officials who work or have connections or have worked inside the government who are really think this is egregious and they're on my side. But this is an institution, sort of an establishment, if you, if you will. And it's the establishment and I guess some leftover bad actors protecting themselves. You know, they'd rather use taxpayer money to fight this and take the hit for not tur turning over documents that admit what they were doing and then hold accountable those who did it. I think this, I think part of it is because it's not just a little case about me, which is rather unimportant in the scheme of things. It's because this is, I was one example 
of the improper and illegal surveillance I believe they were conducting on many people. I just happened to find out about it because I had contacts in the intel community and someone that was able to look at the computer forensically. I would never have known this. I think they were doing this to a lot of people. We've had signs of that in the last couple of years. Evidence has come out. And I think they're protecting a much bigger story. And that's part of why they're fighting so hard. And this is really one of our most basic freedoms. If you, as a member of the press, you were investigating the Fast and Furious scandal, which the truth of that has still not come out. It's just sort of been swept under the rug. Nobody really, there's no conclusion to that. So you're investigating that. um, And then they start investigating you. I mean, <laughs> that must have really been uh, quite a shock for you to realize that your own government would turn around uh, and make you the adversary. Well, it even shocked the government-connected people who helped me find out, because they say five years before this happened to me, that would never have been done, that the government used to stay away from any kind of surveillance near a journalist, even if they had a target close to a journalist, they, they just wouldn't go there for obvious reasons. And so the, these people, people who worked there were shocked as well at this turn of events. And, you know, one sad thing to me is, and I since this would happen, since Edward Snowden and we learned that James Clapper, former director of national intelligence, lied about or didn't tell the truth about uh, tens, tens of millions of Americans being surveilled. We didn't know at the time about AP and Fox News being surveilled. Well, now we have all this information that's drizzled out. People are kind of used to it. They kind of are like, yeah, the government spies on us. The outrage is diminished, and it should be stronger than ever, but it's just human nature. It kind of drips out, and we we lose our sense of where we ought to be. What is your theory about the what's going on in social media right now? Because I find it really interesting how we only have like four or five companies that control the entire Internet. And this is America, um, you know, getting one of these companies going is, you know, you would think that there would be a hundred of these companies all competing, but it's like there's four or five companies. What is limiting us from having like 10 Facebooks to choose from? It just seems like something is going on why it's so limited, the options we have in that realm. Well, I'll give you one example. There's a Twitter alternative called Gab, but because Gab is a Twitter alternative, if you search it, it'll come up as a white supremacist, homophobic, I don't know what you want to say, group. And all it is is a smaller version of Twitter that does not censor any speech on the basis of your political leanings or anything else, as Twitter often does. It will only censor speech that is illegal, and everything else goes. So you can filter out the hate. You can only see what you want to see, but they don't do it for you. Well, There's people that don't like that. As I write about in the smear, a whole industry has now gone after Gab to portray them as white supremacists. Right, because you have some people on there that will use it for that. But you can say that about any technology. There's horrible stuff on the Internet, but, you know, we don't have to go to those websites. A lot more as we continue our discussion with Cheryl Atkinson. The book is The Smear, How Shady Political Operatives and Fake News Control What You See, What You Think, and How You Vote. We'll be back. Two more segments. Don't miss it. Anytime. 
any place, anywhere. Radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. Critics of President Trump say he relented and let Democrats win when he chose to open the government without getting money locked in for his border wall. On Fox News Sunday, acting White House Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney refuted that claim, saying the president simply saw an opportunity. This gave a chance to the Democrats to prove whether or not they really do believe in border security and are willing to go against Nancy Pelosi or whether or not they are so beholden uh, to their leadership that they're never going to vote for, uh, for a barrier on the southern border. Meantime, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer wants to protect federal workers by introducing legislation that blocks the possibility of future shutdowns. I'm supporting legislation that will make sure we never have another shutdown again. That if the president and the Congress cannot come to agreement, the federal workers are still paid. You're listening to USA Radio News. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-586-7112. 800-586-7112. 800-586-7112. That's 800-586-7112. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 800-503-8625. 
listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. Our guest this hour is Cheryl Atkinson. Cheryl is the host of Sinclair TV's Sunday morning show, Full Measure, which I saw an episode today, really interesting, like magazine-type show. And, folks, you can find that on the Internet or on one of your local Sinclair stations. She's also a fourth-degree black belt so uh, in Taekwondo, so don't mess with her. I'm, I'm just a third-degree uh, black belt. <laughs> so Cheryl, wow. could take, Cheryl could take me, but I remember mentioning... Uh, <laughs> We we had that little chat the last time you were on, but uh, you're you're a tough lady, and you seem to uh, the martial arts seems to be more than just something you do for exercise. This is kind of part of your spirit, isn't it? I really love it. I mean, I've been doing it about seventeen, eighteen years now, and I teach as well as take class, working on my fifth degree. And yeah, I love it. It's, it's great for the mind, body, and soul. I just went to South Korea for two weeks. Um, sort of a pilgrimage that I wanted to do for for my life. It was I was in a, there uh, in October and went to all of the taekwondo sites, including the Kukiwan headquarters and all of the historical sites. Uh, you know, all of our Pumse are named after. It was an incredible two weeks, uh, sort of a life changing experience. Have you ever been to South Korea yourself? I have, and I didn't have time to. Unfortunately, we worked out if I'd had time to go work out at a, you know, sister facility to our school, and I didn't get the chance to do it. But I loved, you know, culturally being immersed in South Korea. I have so many friends who are Korean from my Taekwondo here, and it was it was really eye-opening, a lot of fun. Let me get back to uh, your comments about social media. So is is your take then that these sort of four or five companies – have almost like a monopoly and anyone that tries to rise up is taken down by them through the powers that they currently have. Is that what's preventing other competitors from coming out? Yes. And partly because there's a symbiotic relationship with power brokers in government and these corporate entities. You may know that, for example, Google's parent company Alphabet was run by a man named Eric Schmidt, who was Hillary Clinton's top donor. I mean, there's a lot of political connections, and they expect favorable treatment, or at least if they're threatened with antitrust action, they can maybe get out of it by having lots of meetings with the White House, and who knows what all they agree to do. But um, there's a lot going on there, yeah. And I, I think what, what I was about to say before we went to the break is Twitter, just by in terms of its size, as well as Facebook, have far more racism and hate and, you know, all kinds of phobics on there. That's just the nature of the beast when we're in a free speech environment. And yet, if there is one such episode that happens with Gab, the news media uncritically, without even thinking about it, says, oh, look, a white supremacist was on Gab. And it's like, but there are many, many more on these other social media sites you're not criticizing and you're trying to get Gab kicked off of its server, which was successful, and have its host provider fire them which was successful and you know it's an organized effort so yeah that's that, that was it, fast wasn't one of the users of gab what a shooter or something or i don't know what's but but they all of these other uh shooters and everything they've got facebook and twitter and are using you know so google and these other gab sites said. as gab well was pointing out that yes they did have a shooter that posted nothing specific about a threat there was nothing gab could have done in advance right on anything posted and yet there have been many instances of that on Twitter and Facebook, but nobody suggested Twitter and Facebook should be taken off the Internet. And, and everyone started on the news media even talking about how Gab should be removed when it happened to Gab. 
So back in 2008, I came up with this really dumb idea of starting a, a Twitter for conservatives and Christians, and I did. So I launched it, and people came after me with a vengeance. Yeah. Um, I, I almost had to get security at my house. And it was funny because the people that came after me the worst were Christians. The, the, really? Yeah. They said, uh, you know, how, why should we have our own separate uh, site and I wasn't saying use my site in place of these other sites, but I launched this. Um, this it was called Christian Chirp. I was kind of making fun of the name of of Twitter, and I said, no, this wouldn't be in place of it. Would just be in addition to to have another venue for people to be able to post. And and uh, I've heard from so many people in recent years that they're they really regret because I I couldn't make it last for very long. It would lasted about a year, two years, and I had to shut it down because of the amount of money. I was spending dealing with hackers and people trying to crash the site, and, and yeah. I just didn't have the money to be able to deal with that, and I didn't really get the uh, the social support from the people, you know, the conservatives and the Christians that I thought uh, would be behind me. But um, in the case of the um, the current uh, social media leaders, are are you you know hopeful that that maybe I know there's this idea now of decentralized um, social media? Is there any hope that we might get some legitimate competitors in the future to Facebook, for example, which has so many problems. Oh, my goodness. That's not my bailiwick, so I really don't know what's ahead on the technology front, but I can tell you that, and I've been writing about this recently, the efforts to curate our news and to bring in Facebook to curate it for us. or to Yeah, these fact checkers. Do what do you think about these fact checkers, that Snopes and all these sites that are ridiculous, that they're now going to tell us what is true? Well, we now know that conflicted sites like Snopes are being used to shape the narrative as fact-checkers when they're the ones pushing the narrative. So that's the danger of curation and filtering out fake news. These efforts are being launched sort of disguised as fake news and curation efforts, anti-fake news efforts. But all they are is an effort to try to make sure you don't see those last corners of the Internet when you look for a search that still is very free and open on some topics that are in dispute or that are debated, they want to be able to say, in my view, well, there is no debate about subject X. So that, that search will never return on your Google search, or you'll never see that on Facebook. It's going to be labeled fake news or your account will be taken down because someone will decide for you that that's a closed issue, even when it's not. And there's a new Microsoft browser that has just been released that will automatically block fake news that they decide what is fake in the browser isn't that yeah, scary I think that's really bad and I, I think part of this uh, i don't want to go down a rabbit hole but a lot of the efforts are aimed at those who don't want the vaccine safety issue discussed because they want to consider that closed as more and more information comes out uh, not anti-vaccine but i've been assigned to study for cbs vaccine safety issues and i've seen what happens when you report factual, peer-reviewed science and scientists and whistleblowers on this topic. They want to stop that information. They want to say it's closed and never let you see it again. A lot of pharmaceutical information, I think, is behind this effort to make sure we see closed opinions and that certain things are filtered out of our that we'll just never even see them. We're getting a lot of emails here. People are asking me, do you have a website? Do you have social media where they can follow you? And your books are on Amazon. Is that right? Yep. And I, they're also at the library. Stonewalled and The Smear are at, mo I, I found at most libraries. 
Um, and, and you yeah, also have a fun. textbook as well on writing. Is that right? I do. That's a college textbook. It's, it's been out there a long time. It's super expensive. And it's, as they all are, so that's how yeah, you, that's I, how you you make all your money is on these poor college kids, right? <laughs> well, no, I don't. I don't get money. For, that was a labor of love. I did. It well, I'm just teasing. Professor. Well, no, I want people to know. I, they charge a lot of money, and they I don't do. Get, yeah, I don't get any money from that. So it's just sort of a project we have. And the money goes to other things, but. Um, I would recommend Stonewall and the Smear. I'm working on a third book, and I, yes, I have CherylAckison.com with some podcasts on there, sort of some experimental podcasts I'm doing. I'm quite active on Twitter, and Twitter is an entirely manipulated environment in my view. I like to reach out, but I interact with the trolls. There's people assigned to follow me and troll me and criticize and do certain things, and I rather enjoy it when I take it with the right spirit and attitude. If someone's fairly civil, even if they disagree or a little bit mean, I'm okay with that. I block people if they're you know, just horribly uncivil. But I do have fun dialogue. Actually, tonight on Twitter, I was talking about favorite people love this on Sundays for some reason, but old cartoons and TV shows and Bonanza and Gunsmoke and which was your favorite, Gilligan's Island or the Jeffersons. And so oh, okay. There you yeah. go. Oh, boy. Gilligan's Island or the Jeffersons. I'm, I got to say Gilligan's Island. Or was it the Jetsons, did you say? The Jetsons. The Jetsons. Oh, boy. That's got to be a tie there. All right. We'll <laughs> be back with Cheryl Atkinson, our last segment. The book is The Smear. Don't miss it. We'll be back. Hello, everybody. This is radio talk show host Jim Paris for freesurvivalgifts.com. If you're a survival buff like me and like to try out the latest survival gear and gadgets, then you're going to absolutely love freesurvivalgifts.com. At freesurvivalgifts.com, you will find a wide array of survival gear, books, and videos that are all 100% free. That's right, just pay your own shipping. Now, I know you're asking, why is all of this survival gear free? Well, the companies offering this gear are doing so as a way to promote their brand and introduce new products. Check it out today, freesurvivalgifts.com. Gifts.com. Pick up one or more free survival items for you and your family. That website again is freesurvivalgifts.com. Check it out, freesurvivalgifts.com. You may need this herbal tea for relief right away, so write this down, drmillersclinic.com. If you take meds, then suffer stomach distress, constipation, indigestion, acid reflux, and bloating, and nothing else helps, get Dr. Miller's Holy Tea or Super Holy Tea, a cleansing, detoxifying herbal tea, now available at great rates direct from Dr. Miller's office. Call or click 888-660-7039 or drmillersclinic.com. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. 
Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now, there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's a clip from the Rachel Ray Show testing the results of Instantly Ageless. Board-certified dermatologist, Dr. Whitney Bow. If you're looking to try to turn back the clock on a budget, you know, in the privacy of your own home, but actually there's some recent technologies emerging, almost like changes the behavior of the skin while it sits on the skin. She went off to try a product called Instantly ageless. Yeah. Instantly, you could see a difference. Even the cameraman were like, wow, look at the difference. Yeah. I mean, but I would definitely use this product. This product, within minutes of applying it, it was actually a very dramatic rejuvenation. Try Instantly Ageless today at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNLife.com. That's GCNLife.com. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. are listening to Jim Paris Live. All right, we are back. Our last segment with Cheryl Atkinson. Her new book is The Smear. It is available in paperback over at Amazon. A lot of our listeners ask me about books, uh, audio version. Is there an audio version of the book? There is. Um, let's see, the, the most recent book I read the audio for, and for the first book I didn't. But yes, both of them are available. Okay, I also see Kindle. It's on Kindle? Yes. Okay, for both. Okay, we get a lot of people that use Kindle. I don't know why, but on this show. Okay, some questions are coming in. Folks, if you want to ask a question, I'm not going to open up the phone lights tonight, but you can send it by email, and a lot of questions have already come in. Jim at ChristianMoney.com, of course, is the email. Put in the subject line where you're listening, and we'll try to get to as many of these questions as we can. Someone is asking here, going back to what you said earlier in the show about the news stories that get selected that it seems like everyone's covering the same handful of news stories they want to know your theory on why that is 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 there like a cabal somewhere up in a tower that says these are the five stories and everybody has to cover these how does that get determined do you think i'll touch on it by saying i write about this in the smear it's a long process where the industry's figured out how to peek its nose under the tent and get us to cover things through uses of nonprofits and websites and advocates and political action committees and narratives and training, and they understand how to put us on narrative. And um, I write a lot about that process and how they figured it out and how we allowed it to happen, sadly. 
So this is where somebody decides, hey, we want this to be a story, whatever it is, this subject. Right. And so they sort of prepackage that and they get you guests that you can bring on to talk about that. And they've got a list of questions and maybe some stock footage of, of things that happen with that subject. And they kind of drop it in your lap and here it is ready to go. Is that? And not only that, I mean, that's like sort of an obvious way, but they have maybe seven nonprofits all connected to the same group that sound different, like watchdogs who all issue various versions of talking points to make it sound like it's a top news story because everybody's talking about it, and it's really just one interest. But they have mailing lists of journalists. They've reached out and connected. It's, it's a very inter- intricate and elaborate system that's been built over the past 10, 15 years. That's fascinating. Now, somebody's got a great question here about Trump. They said, if it's true that the media is, quote unquote, against Trump, which I think we we all know it is, because I think the statistics are like 90 percent negative coverage. They want to know, how did he get elected then? Well, here's what's interesting to me. If he got elected with less money, far less money than Hillary Clinton, and with really no media on his side, per se, what would his support have really been? He must have had, in my view, a great deal more support than showed in the end and still won with all of that going against him. He's the only one I know of as a president that not only had Democrats against him, but many Republicans against him and the media against him. And fighting all of that, how did he win? He must have had more overwhelming support than we knew. Interesting. I, it, You know, you hear the terms like silent majority and things like that. Another question here about polls. They want to know, uh, what are the effect of these polls? It, it seems like these polls come out and they're almost designed to influence people, almost like, well, your candidate's not going to win anyway, so why bother voting for them? How, how are these polls, they seem to be so wrong just lately, and is, is there something going on behind the scenes trying to manipulate public opinion with these polls? Yes, I've done stories about this on Full Measure. I have more coming up. I write about this in my book. Polls are being used by many in the media now not to measure public opinion, but to convince you to vote or think a certain way. And we talked to independent people that talked about this phenomenon and had numbers and stats. The polls, as you may have heard, were not all that wrong if they had been reported correctly. And I dug into the polls in 2016. And would find, for example, to make a point, let's say a poll said 60% are voting for Hillary, 40 for Trump. Well, if 70% were Democrats that were interviewed, that actually means Trump's up 10%. But nobody's reporting, well, we interviewed more Democrats than Republicans, and some of them are voting for Trump. You know, there's a lot of analysis that needs to occur that was not being done fairly by entities that requested or commissioned the polls. And that's because I think they're trying to influence the narrative rather than measure true public opinion because it looked like do you agree that the major mainstream media they really were shocked on election night that wasn't fake i mean they really believed that trump was didn't have a chance look when you surround yourself by like-minded people and suspend your independent thought and don't look around i think i'm the only national news journalist i know of that repeatedly stated from the beginning that Trump was going to win or that I thought he was. And that's because I didn't. I dug into the polls. I looked at other anecdotal evidence. I didn't listen solely to what was on the news. I watched the Hillary rallies and the Trump rallies. I talked to people all over the country as I traveled. And I just, I got a whole different picture then. 
some journalists might get if they just listen to each other. There's a lot of groupthink in this industry. And if you watch the news, you could come to no other conclusion other than, you know, Hillary was going to win. Yeah, this is another great question here. Um, sort of like me, uh, I am syndicated my radio show and all that, but uh, I like to think of myself as like an independent uh, journalist, and I've got a big following online with, with YouTube and, and all the social media sites. But somebody's asking here about getting started in all this. They want to start a blog and, and get started. And, you know, we had a pastor on. He lives in a small town in southern Illinois, and he has like almost 350,000 people that follow him on youtube and he does just like these little videos about breaking news and sort of his view on what's happening with bible prophecy and that sort of thing do you think that there's still an opportunity for people to you know start a blog start a youtube channel and and sort of become like uh you know the common person's media source i do i mean until this you know there are people trying to shut that option off but right now it still very much exists and if it were me, I would look at some successful, as you, you may want to call them, citizen journalists or people that have channels and successful blogs and so on, and kind of look at what they do and, and try to emulate it. It's very inexpensive to start a website, and it costs next to nothing to use a phone. The quality is almost as good today, shooting videos with your phone, than it used to be you know, 15 years ago with professional cameras. It's no must, no fuss now. And yeah, that can be done relatively cheaply. Yeah, I'm seeing so many people now doing the the YouTube thing, and it's amazing some of these YouTubers where they come on for ten minutes a day, and then like after a year or two, they've got ten million followers on yeah. on YouTube. I mean, some of these YouTube channels have more viewers than the major news channels do. Well, absolutely. Which, you know, this is something I won't go off on a tangent, but the cable channels which have virtually like relatively no viewers, <laughs> if you look at it at a given time, <laughs> they right. aggregate their numbers in such a way that they may say, you know, we had a million total viewers, but I got to tell you, if you dig into how they count those numbers just so they can at least make some advertising revenue, at any given time, sometimes it's just a few thousand people watching some popular, supposedly popular channels on cable. Um, so, yeah, you could, there are many ways to reach people that are not quote-unquote TV that probably do reach more, way more people. Yeah, it is interesting. All right, as we close it out, Cheryl, it's so good to have you with us, but I want to take a minute or two here. Tell us about the Sunday morning show. I honestly, I didn't know about your Sunday morning show, and I learned about it today from my uh, producer here telling me to introduce you, you know, host of that show and all that. Tell us about Full Measure. It looks really interesting, kind of 60 minutes, uh, 60 minutes like as far as like a magazine. The one today was about solar power and you know, really interesting topics that you have. Well, this was about how solar advocates differ on whether this solar mandate in California is even a good idea. We, we go for the unusual. We look for topics that the media is not covering widely, uh, underreported issues, whistleblowers, follow the money. We, we travel to foreign countries. And I, the description I like best of this program is a mix of 60 minutes and Sunday morning because it sort of has that feel. You can go to fullmeasure.news and watch replays of all of them, binge watch original stuff and see what you've been missing when you're watching narratives on other channels. We're, we feed to 43 million households on Sundays on our Sinclair stations, but that's only about half the country. We don't have stations in every market, uh, but you can go online at fullmeasure.news and check out the stories.
Yeah, I, I loved I watched the episode this morning. It was really, really well done. Very high production quality. I, I really love that. All right, so the podcast, if people want to get your podcast, this is new. But tell us about the podcast. Well, I'm just testing. It's not a real podcast. It's an audio experiment. I'm calling a podcast. It's SherylAckison.com. Uh, there's a little tab up there. You can listen to the three that I have so far. I'm talking mostly so far about media misbehavior, sort of criticisms and misreporting of my industry, because I don't think that's, there's enough of that going on at a critical time. So there's a lot, you know. Oh, the most popular thing the last week or two has been my story at SherlackSon.com called 69 Media Mistakes in the Era 69 of Media Mistakes. I've seen that all over the Internet, and there really is fake news, folks. If you look at her list of 69 uh, examples of fake news, there really is. Her book, The Smear, Cheryl Ackeson, thank you so much for being with us. If it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. Talk to you next week. Hi, this is radio talk show host Jim Paris, and if you are like me, you hate all of those monthly bills. Well, I reached the point about three years ago that I decided enough was enough, and I went to war with my personal stack of monthly bills. I canceled cable TV and legally connected my television to the internet, and now I get hundreds of free TV channels, and I don't pay for cable TV. I found a little-known way of getting free home phone service for life, and I discovered a totally legal way to opt out of Obamacare and cut my health insurance bill by more than 60% per year. If you want to learn more about my personal war on monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. That's christianmoneyplus.com. If you're just plain sick and tired of those monthly bills, check out my website, christianmoneyplus.com. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 